What's up, guys? Welcome to In the Office with Scott and Wes. Uh, we are back for, I think this is episode seven. Scott, is that right? I, that to be honest right? with you, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's seven. It could be seven. I think it's seven. And I'm surprised, honestly, that we've made it this far. I know. I know. And and to be like consecutive like this, typically when we start something new, it uh, it's kind of like a bottle rocket. It, it fizzes out after a while. But I mean, I want to give a shout out to our loyal listeners. And there are some out there. There are some listening every single week. I think that's what's surprising is even like uh, my fiance brought up something like last week about, oh, I was listening. I heard something. I was like, you. I figured she would only listen to the ones. I was like, "Hey, you should listen to this. I give you a shout out." But no, she listens to like all of them. It's uh, that's so sweet. Yeah, it's super sweet. And I, first of all, I, I feel like it's nobody's gonna know this, but I feel like I need to apologize. I was late to the recording today. Yeah, it's um, okay. Well, but you, you, you sounded like you had something exciting when you. When well, you I don't had. know if it's exciting or not. It's just, I mean, first of all, if you if you know me at all, you know I'm not an excuses guy. That's not what I do. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't make excuses. That's not true. But I like. I'm not an excuses guy. You try to play like a champion on a daily basis. I mean, I've been under the weather uh, all weekend, so I'm not at 100 percent right sure. now. Sure, 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 sure. I mean, we're about at like 70, 71. So we're just not there yet. We're C minus, and and that's good enough for for my seminary classes, but not good enough for this. And so I went home uh, this afternoon, uh, eat something. <coughs> put my feet up and just kind of relax and I did one of those things and this is just straight up what happened I was in my recliner and I accidentally fell asleep um, <laughs> and it and I it just like happened and it's kind of one of those things that like I and it was hard too because when I woke when I woke up from it I was drooling and it was kind of like one of those oh, things like man. you snap awake you're like Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> and and, uh, and there's like drool coming down the left side of my yeah. face, and I'm like looking around, and all I see is that the Netflix screen says, "Are you are are you still watching this?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's at least been it's at least been three episodes of Parks and Rec." It's, it's like and one of those you wake up, you I don't know where I am. I don't right know now. where yeah. I am right now. Yeah, my yeah. brain was foggy. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, I had a missed call from Katie. Uh, had a bunch of missed text messages and emails and all this other stuff. And I'm looking around, I'm like, "Oh my god, am I going?" And I like look at the time, and it's 3:50. I'm like, "Oh, this is trouble." Yeah. Because um, also I had to use the bathroom, of course, because as, as you do when yeah. you wake up. So I was a bit late getting here. And Guys, these are the struggles of being an adult. It's, it's what, hard. You know? You can't, I mean, you think it's sort of like farting a little bit. Like, I mean, now, I mean, it's legitimate. <laughs> walk with me through this. So when you, uh, I mean, now when you get older, like, you got to be careful with every fart because it could be the real thing. And that's, that's legitimate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's legitimate. And that's the yeah. same thing with, uh, with naps. I mean, you lay down, you think, oh, yeah. Just gonna rest my eyes. You could turn to the real thing just like that, and you wake up, you don't know where you are, you've peed yourself a little bit, and it's all yeah. bad. Um, you know, we went over to the day school today, and Brittany was oh, holding gosh. one of those little baby, like a, a baby, yeah. for uh, just just in the day school. One of the teachers was holding, and she you know asked to hold her or whatever, and she was sitting in her lap and stuff. And then Brittany goes, "Oh, I think she tooted her or whatever." And I I sat there and looked at that kid the first thing. I was like. Isn't that just nice? Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah, you just, just let them go. Yeah, just whenever let go. you want, because you have an excuse and no one cares. And everybody thinks it's like, oh, it's acceptable. Yeah. Where's that? Yeah, the we had to film a um <laughs> a mock baptism video today, which was electric. 
Yeah, um, it's gonna be a great video. That's where the baby came from. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm so I'm like foggy right now a little bit because I'm still coming back into consciousness. Fortunately, I got my Aquapanna water in the glass bottle. Yeah. Uh, you know, two for two for three dollars at Publix right now. Go buy, pick you up one. A great tasting water from uh, the French Alps. Um, actually, I think it's from Italy. Oh really? Did I read this wrong? I think it's Italy. Yeah, Tuscany, Toscana. Oof. You Oof. see that? That's you know. real water, my friend. Now. <laughs> I'm not gonna. We're not gonna introduce him right now, but our guest that you'll meet later, uh, the dumbest thing he's ever said in his life is when I brought in this water. He said I prefer Aquafina, which uh, <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. But that's embarrassing. But how are you? I'm good. I've been, you know, good. I was out of the office a little bit last week, but um, good to be back. You know, back and rolling. Just kind of normal, normal stuff. Yeah. I yeah. guess. I guess we could, if you want to, we can. Good yeah. on, I guess. Now. I guess we'll bring him in. So, um, doing something a bit different today. Yeah, this is a bit different for us. This is a bit. I mean, different we're making for us. a we're making a shift here in episode. We think is seven. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if we'll go with seven because it sounds uh, cool. It sounds right. Yeah. It sounds right. Uh, so we, our guest today is actually a student um, here, a high school a high school student. Yeah, uh, he dates a college student, but he's technically in high school. So first of all, congrats on that. Yeah. We're very, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, this, this is a, he's a senior from Spain Park High School. Uh, moderately athletic guy. Good yeah. Jags. Uh, good, good looking, Jags. great hair, yeah. nice skin. Okay. Um, people typically, when we go to any beach trip, people are envious of him. He's like, it's like when Dwight Schrute in that episode of The Office says you want to put the good beats on top. Yeah, yeah. Those are the money beats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's right. one of our money He's beats. He's one of our money beats. I appreciate yeah, we'll that. We put him right? in the front and center of all the pictures, especially at the beach, because yeah, yeah. Pops got, got great muscle tone. It's all there. Uh, but I just want to bring you in. This is uh, Will McCrite. Uh, Will, we're, we're glad that you're here. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. I've yeah. been, been waiting for a little bit, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time yeah, coming. Yeah. You, I think you were supposed to be on episode five and six, hey, but uh, you made it to seven, <laughs> and that's what matters. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. We've that's been talking right. to you for a couple of weeks, but yeah. man, we're glad you're here. Um, what was it? We were talking. So what, what what were you up to this past this past weekend? Yeah, so uh, Caitlin had a formal. Who's my girlfriend. Caitlin? Yeah, she's my girlfriend, Caitlin. She's in college? Yeah, she's a sophomore right now. She she went to Briarwood. We actually met at Brewster's, which is, if you're unfamiliar, it's an ice cream shop that we both work at. And I was a sophomore. She was a senior. We were supposed to be a summer fling, but it didn't really work out that way. So we're still dating. How long have you all been dating? Since June 6, 2018. Okay. Yes. And that's so. going well, her being in college yeah. and you being in high school? Yeah, we're working it out, kind of alternating weekends. Alternating so. weekends. Yeah. And nice. Been there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, still there. Yeah, still doing that. That's how it goes. Yeah. Wow. Well, gosh, well, tell me, first of all, like, where's this Brewster's located, and why should I make that my ice cream shop a choice? Well, as opposed to other ice cream places that might, you know, make their ice cream somewhere else and import it, but we we make it actually in the back of the of the store. Are you telling me you're brewing your own ice cream Wait, back there? that is every, correct. Each and every day? Yes. It's every fresh morning. ice cream every day? Yeah, about 15 yards from where you buy it. Wow, that is that's, that's what we call farm to table. Yeah. I think yeah. I don't know <laughs> no. if that's what they're talking about, but that feels like farm to table. It pretty much is. Yeah. yeah. So wait. So earlier, I'm sorry, we we took away from your story. You oh, were yeah. you're at this formal, and and you so, said yeah. something happened. No, yeah, I wasn't even there yet. So it, we were about to go take pictures, and I'm like, Caitlin, it is hot outside. I'm basically in a tuxedo right now, and I forgot deodorant. And, <laughs> <laughs> and she's it's like, an easy thing to forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's like, well. Do you need to go get some? I was like, yes. So we went to the CVS. She parks outside. I go in. 
and I'm I'm walking in, I'm looking for the deodorant, and I hear the cashier just start screaming like, "Oh no, I know that's not you. I know that's not you." And I turn around, I see my man Charles Barkley walking in, and I'm like, "What? Is that him? Like is that really him or is it just like some big prank? Like am I on YouTube right now?" Right. No, it's Charles Barkley walking in. He's just looking for some chips and like a bottle of Coke or something. Yeah. And I- that's and great. I saw people, I bought my deodorant and I was about to leave and I was like, I'm going to go act like I'm looking for something else to buy. But just because you didn't say anything to him, no, you, no. you just, you like, you no, just but, basically stalked him. So yeah, I stalked him for about <laughs> for a good five minutes, kind of peering through the little shelves. Sure, sure. Yeah. And uh, he's a big guy. So I get, got a good eye on him the whole did time. Did you have your tux on? I did. Nice. I did. So oh, nice. I texted my girlfriend, I texted Caitlin to come in here cause we're getting a picture and um she walks in and he's checking out and i'm like hey uh mr barkley can i can i get a picture with you and he's like oh yeah sure you know i'd love to and so this is really embarrassing so i like <laughs> he's like he's on my right and i'm going to put my hand you know oh, on no. his back oh no <laughs> and, oh no and we all know what happens i get a whole cheek in my head <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> on my way up wow and i just i say sorry we snap the picture and i leave and he didn't. Did he say anything when you no, when, he you, when he touched? I, I don't his know butt. if he felt it, but I did. Dude, I I mean, wow! You gotta be careful. You gotta be that. one of the few that's touched Charles Barkley's. Butt. <laughs> I mean, they called yeah. him the round man to rebound for a reason. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a big yeah, guy. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Dude, that is incredible. Was it the uh, Was it the CVS like right off? Right off? Uh, is it off of Gay? Yeah, 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 yes. It's all yes. the college, I guess. Yeah. College. You know, Charles Barkley is one of those guys I feel like you're not an Auburn student until you see him because I feel like he just randomly roams Auburn. Oh, yeah, he's Auburn. A, like, he oh, went yeah. to school there, but, like, he Correct. just ro- he's roaming Auburn all the time, it seems he like. He is. There's a reason why you know, they, they gave Final Four rings to the basketball team on Saturday, and there's a reason why they gave him one. It's like he is he is the greatest Auburn ambassador. From power-ranking Auburn ambassadors, he's one. Tim Cook's probably two. Yeah. And probably Bo Jackson's three, but he yeah. is by far and away the greatest ambassador for Auburn because he is there. Yeah. All the time. All the time. And promoting them. And always. promoting them. And, yeah. yeah. And, un, and, un, and unashamedly doing it. And he's uh, an incredible thing for the basketball program. And finally, the basketball program resembles something that he could actually be proud of and not the pure trash that I experienced for four years. Yeah. Thank you, Tony Barbie and Jeff Lebo. <laughs> Especially Tony Barbie, the absolute worst coach in Auburn history. What a bum. Couldn't recruit, yeah. couldn't keep kids on the team, couldn't coach, couldn't do anything. It's like when you took him away from Calipari and they couldn't pay the players anymore, and he was terrible. Mm. It was amazing. Wow. But congrats. That's, if you go to Auburn, you'll get Bruce Pearl. Yeah. That was inside the lines with Scott Barnes. That's your, <laughs> your, your uh, short segment. Uh, if you don't know who segment. Tony Barbie is, he's the guy who's now an assistant coach in Kentucky. He can't get another head coaching job because who in the world would actually <laughs> hire him? Because he spent too much time in the bars in downtown Auburn than actually recruiting players who could actually do anything. Yeah. Scott likes his rants, especially about Auburn football. Especially yeah. when I when I drooled over myself <laughs> right, so, like an but, hour ago. But Will, you so earlier, kind of in passing, we were talking. You somehow kind of got assigned a job, uh, and and I only once you mentioned this, I was like, all right, well, we got to stop because I want to save this for the podcast yeah. because it's about kind of hear it in the office. Our roots now that we're seven episodes in, our roots were talking about you know uh, office suites and stuff and you mentioned that you are using a software that i think we've bashed on in the past and and no one claims to use yeah yeah so we have not really bashed but you're a fan of google, google sheets, sheets. Yeah. yeah so kind of explain explain uh 
I guess your history with it, and then why you choose it over other. Sure. Excel. Well, the thing is, is Hoover City Schools uses the Chromebooks and all that. Sure. Of course. So we can't really get Excel on there. Okay. I use Google Sheets because I'm provided with it. You know. Yeah. It's kind of like. It's just there. Sure. It's the tool you're given. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's not like it's. It's not my preferred option. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. yeah. So if you you're telling me if Excel was in front of you, you yes. would be using that. I would 100 percent use Excel. <laughs> or Apple's numbers. I've never used Apple's numbers before. No one has. I don't no one has. Yeah. I, I legitimately, I don't know what, besides making a team roster, I don't know what you do it for. <laughs> yeah. I saw it on my phone the other day when y'all were talking about it, and I still had no idea what it yeah. was. It's okay. I've, I've thought about, like, starting to do numbers things and turn that into Marianne, who's our business person here, just to see how she feels about it. As a prank? Just send her, yeah, as a prank. <laughs> just to send her, like, I don't even know what the, because Excel is, like, dot X. CLS or something like yeah, that something or whatever like that. and and sheets I think is like the same thing but I wonder what I'm sure that uh that number I wonder what the numbers thing is and so yeah. when she gets it on her computer the dot like in you she's like what is that <laughs> oh you don't know about Apple numbers <laughs> <laughs> so the formula is just five times as complicated so just to be clear you're not a fan of sheets you just use I it. mean like I like it it works for you what think, I need does it to work do. for is it yeah, work for you yeah I kind of work around it. I, you know, you can still do the formulas and the cells. The only problems I would have is that you can't make a custom formula and apply it to every single one of your sheets. You can make a custom formula that you can use in one sheet. Sure. But you have to create that new formula file on your other sheet that you want to use. Wow. It on. So it's there's no point in really doing it. Yeah. Huh. You should just type it into the cell. You would think that they would figure that out. Yeah. yeah. That seems pretty like an obvious thing that you would want yeah i would i would assume i mean they they kind of have this cool thing i was i was messing around with it in school the other day and there's like a formula you can use where you can actually if something is say this is true inside of the document well or inside of the uh sheets you can actually use that to send an email it'll automatically send a google email to someone oh. about something that is wow. pretty nice so i mean nice. i don't know what you would use that for well i think like we said before i think like that thing for for basic use in a spreadsheet i actually think that probably like google sheets is maybe the it's definitely the easiest yeah to walk into and to use and because like i mean number one like i said you get a you get a chromebook or any computer it's all free as long as you have a gmail account i think is important are y'all are y'all's like weird hoover city Email addresses, it's like 800 numbers. Then. Yeah, it's an 11 is it a, number. Is it a Gmail account? It's it's at hcs-students.net, so I don't know what that is. Yeah. I guess it's Gmail. I mean, we use Google, so I assume it's some form of Gmail. We used to have those, too. Yeah. I don't know. That's some type insane. of Hoover City school system yeah. Why database. Why do they do that? I don't is know. it because they're not 18, so they don't want to like give you a, a name? I, I don't know. So every that, college university on planet Earth, you get a name. I imagine it's because they have everyone already in the school system as mm -hmm. a student number, and so they can just import it in and make a mass amount yeah. of emails without having to put in individual people's names. So yeah, I the I've had like students who will send me things and um or will give me like forms. Hey, can you fill this out for for whatever thing is, whether it's Boy Scouts or something? Then scan and email it back to me. At, you know, like five seven six five three dash blah blah blah, blah. and mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, man, just yeah. let me let me make you like a Gmail account just for <laughs> this one moment. It's free. It's just, just a nightmare. It, just an easy your fir the first initial of your first name mm -hmm. and then the rest of your last name at gmail.com. Yeah, that's what I mean, your email should be. Yeah, maybe an underscore in there, a dot. 
Did you guys have weird emails as you when you were like a kid when you were younger? Like yeah. I had I had yeah. Texman one one five at Gmail or like <laughs> Texas Kid seven at Gmail dot com and that's what I used for like yeah. Club yeah. Penguin and mm-hmm. Webkins. So uh, the kind of the big email uh, you know server whatever client I guess if you want to call it when I was growing up was Hotmail. Yes. Which is like, yes. you know, it's now it's now what Outlook is or whatever, but because hot, Hotmail is not a thing anymore, even though there's people that still have Hotmail email addresses, but Hotmail was it. It was. And so, like, my first one I remember was Scotty underscore B underscore 21 at Hotmail.com. <laughs> That's not that bad. <laughs> that is not that terrible. Bad. Yeah. But did Hotmail, so that was AOL. And they, no, wasn't it? That was Microsoft. That was Microsoft. Oh, AOL had the, had the AAIM. AIM. So AIM right. was before so text Hotmail, messaging. And all yeah, that. so Hotmail, uh, M- Microsoft also had this thing called MSN Messenger. Yes. And that was the reason why like you'd have a Hotmail account was to use MSN Messenger, which was amazing. Like When I moved from Fort Payne to Birmingham when I was in high school, like at Fort Payne, everybody used MSN Messenger. That was the ecosystem we all lived in yeah, to have web chats. And then when I moved here, everybody was on AIM, which felt yeah. like the city thing to do. It's like, you know, all us hicks and bumpkins up in up in the, you know, the hill country of Alabama, we used MSN Messenger. Yeah. And then when I got here, it's like everybody's got AIM. And so I like had to start from scratch with everything, which was a bummer. But For those of you that don't know, AIM <laughs> and MSN Messenger were like it was like texting on computers before like self, you could do it oh, on cell yeah. phones and stuff. Oh I mean, God. it was like you could, you could. It, I remember it being the coolest thing it's when I got on the computer. I was like, I can send my friend a message, yeah, and like I can talk to him on the computer, yeah. And it was like the, you know, like first time you could really like do that with ease. Yeah, I think that's the crazy thing about like tech, and even in the past, I mean, it's not. I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's becoming that far removed now. At that point, so like, I mean, I was in high school. I guess I started high school in two thousand three was like my freshman year the fall so i guess in retrospect that is a long time ago now um we have kids <laughs> in the youth program who weren't born yet which sure. is terrifying but um yeah i just i remember my first cell phone was like this it wasn't a nokia i think it was a, a motorola just kind of brick thing that you couldn't do anything with i remember when text messaging became a thing i remember sending my first text message and being you know, like sitting there having to hit like the five three times to get to the letter i wanted yeah. and the next thing and do you remember what that message said Probably, hey man, <laughs> or, or or sup girl. <laughs> yeah. It's probably one that I typically Scott, like yeah. to go Scott with. was dating a lot of girls then. Yeah, and it used to be ten cents a pop, and, yes. no, and nobody oh. knew that. And I remember when my parents got like the first cell phone bill, bill and they were irate. Could you just send yeah. like a paragraph, and it cost the same as a small text? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was okay. per text. It's per text. Okay. You now pay you, per text, but you only got like a, at the time it was kind of like a tweet. You only got a certain amount of characters. Ah, yeah. that's and there wasn't this thing that's... where you could send like a long messages, like you can an iMessage, or um, like it would keep going. You send multiples. You had to stop. It would stop you. Yeah, but I remember that. I also remember like I couldn't make phone calls until like after seven o'clock at night because that's when we get like five, you know, two hundred minutes a month, and then it was free nights and weekends or something stupid like yeah. that i mean it's amazing how far all that's come but yeah you're right aim emerson messenger that was like the way you did it it and was now, the best and now that's not a thing anymore yeah no they're not even you know you don't do that i mean aim's well, gone and did you have did you ever have a like a, a cell phone like flip phone or like 
you know, where you actually had to type keys before a smartphone, like before Samsungs or iPhones or anything like that? No. When my parents got their first iPhones, I was too little to really have a phone, so yeah. they just gave me their own flip, old flip phone with a SIM card taken out yeah. or something. It couldn't make calls. Mm-hmm. I could just play like, the Lemonade Stand game on it. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Man. So, like, it's crazy to me how, like, even us, like, I was in high school five years ago, so I'm, I'm really, like, not too much older than you, but it's, like, there was an amount of time where, like, technology just right. exponentially got better. The moment Steve Jobs stood up there in 2007 and said, this is the iPhone, is the moment literally everything changed. Completely. Your browsing experience, that's, I think that's sort of the start of, I mean, now... Um, even if you look at uh, our stats for this podcast, the majority of people are now listening to it on their phones. Yep. Um, vast majority. And, and that's where that's where at least half of all web traffic comes from is from your cell phones. Yeah. That changed everything. And then all that's these companies crazy. had to catch up with it. And, and that's like where your, your whole ecosystem lives is on your cell phones. And, um, and I, th- I think it's kind of, it's crazy now that there's a generation like Will's and, and, and all that that grew up in the only phones they've ever owned have been smartphones yeah that they didn't have like uh you know my, my first like i didn't get a i didn't get a quote-unquote smartphone until i was like a sophomore in college had all these you know yeah unsmartphones we had to pay an absurd amount just to log <laughs> smartphones yeah. log on to the internet at, at extremely slow speeds and now we have lte which is fast and it's still like annoying yeah mm-hmm. and I, god there's a there's a, a comedy bit in this off the where people I was like, yeah, the thing that like drives me crazy, is, like people freak out because the Wi-Fi is like terrible on airplanes. And it's like you're in an airplane. <laughs> yeah, you are I mean, in this guy. You're, you're going, moving. you're going, you're going 600 miles an hour from yeah. from New York City to California in four and a half hours. You're streaming content uh, to like on your devices and all that stuff, and, you, and you're upset because it's not. It's crazy at, at T1 That's speed like you want it to be. It's like you're insane. in the air. I mean, yeah. it's it's nuts. You're at 40,000 feet going 100%. 600 miles an hour, and you're upset because somehow, some way, the internet that you have is not fast <laughs> enough. It's crazy. That's crazy. And that le- like kind of leads me to the next point. It was something, I think, Will, you said you were interested. And, in. like, technology has gotten so much better at this point now. We're talking about AI, mm-hmm. and you seem to, I don't know, you had some interest in that. Am yeah. I- yeah, I actually want to go to college as a software engineer, and that's what I want my focus to be on. Really? Yeah, machine learning, artificial intelligence. That's so cool. Yeah. Right, it's, I'm glad that like I, I did zero research on this, and there was a reason for that, mostly because I took a nap when I was supposed to be doing research. <laughs> but, uh, also because like, I I don't really know. Like I hear all this stuff about AI, and like I, mm-hmm. I have an idea, but instantly what I think of is like Siri. Or, Robots. Or, or, yeah, that yeah. stuff. But like what kind of what all goes into this like what part of it do you are you really kind of like wow i think that's fascinating and i want to be a part of that so i'm, I'm gonna start off with a story this is what really started fascinating me with it so i was on youtube down one of those youtube wormholes we talk about you know yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah and classic it's, it's a cool. 20 minute video it's called artificial intelligence mankind's last invention and i was like wow like that's pretty cool so i clicked on it and it told the story about this game called go Geo. It's like this 2,500-year-old board game. It's basically very intricate checkers or chess. Sure. There is 10 to the 170 moves possible in this game. 10 to the 170th power. To put that in per- into perspective, there's 10 to the 80 atoms in the observable universe. 
So ten to the eighty versus ten to the one seventy. Wow! Just, just uh, wow! Get, yeah, yeah. So, I knew okay. the number was big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, the, this Google team of engineers created this artificial intelligence machine to basically play the best, world's best player at Go, and this, this system beat the player four to five, and this player was the best in the world. And then they built another another AI called AlphaGo Zero. The first one was called AlphaGo. Okay. And AlphaGo is the one that beat them four to five. AlphaGo Zero beat AlphaGo, the original one, one hundred to zero. Wow. And, and and it took them forty days to train an AI what mankind could not do in twenty five hundred years. So so now <laughs> if you think insane. about it, we have if you think about it, so humans took 2,500 years of combined knowledge to this board game, and this system that they trained for 40 days, it played itself. They didn't give it any AlphaGo Zero. They didn't give it any information besides the bare bones rules of the game, and they made it play itself over and over and over again for 40 days, and it beats the previous one 100 to zero. And so now if you think about it, there's more non-human information, there's more non-human knowledge on this game than there is human knowledge. Yeah. It invented strategies that no one had thought of in 2,500 years. And it was using that to beat the people and the old system. <laughs> Jeez. I, uh, I yeah. don't know. This is like one of those moments. All right, so in the office right now, like all the lights are off. We just have a Christmas. It's very like a yeah. It's like kind of really chill thing. And it's sort of I, just you can't – that meme uh, – I don't know if it's a meme. I think it's a, it's a gif where like the, the guy's like – Heads it's like, like exploding. exploding. Yeah, that's like all, that. yeah, that's yeah. what's going on right now. Well, it's just crazy because like I, I've heard this. I know this about a like AI and stuff. But it's just every time I hear stories like that, when you put real numbers and data to it, to like this for twenty five hundred years, mm-hmm. people have been playing this game, and then like a computer in a matter of days yep. can play strategies no one's even thought of or conceptualized yet blows my mind, and it's like. We're going to hit a point here, with, I feel like, with technology where it's like we really can't advance it anymore, but it's almost like the technology is going to start advancing itself. Yeah, that's actually – there's actually a word for that. They call it the singularity. It's like you – I don't know if you've heard this word before. Whenever I think of singularity, it's like, oh, robots are going to take over the world. Right. Yeah, I don't, sure. That's what I I don't think. think like it's going to be exactly like that, but I think it's going to be similar because the – the systems and the artificial intelligence that we create is going to start teaching itself. Like you said, it's exponentially getting better. Yeah. The same thing's going to happen with artificial intelligence to where it happened with the iPhone. Like right now, we're probably at flip phone level AI. Really? Right now. It's something that's relatively new, like past, you know, maybe 20 years. Sure. So one day someone's going to get up on a stage and it's going to hit that zoom like the iPhone did. Yeah. And we're not even there yet. I so it's going to be like a bunch of ultrons running around. Sure, I don't know. Depends on what we use it for. I listen. I know humans, my friend. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> there's never been anything we use for good. I don't think That's there's correct. some guy in yeah. some little workshop in a garage, like in Russia right now. That is, he's already working yeah. on this robot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. And That's like we've already seen them build, building robots that like teach themselves to do tasks and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's happening, but at like the level that you're talking about, like it's almost crazy. That it's like they they could form almost a consciousness, and it's 
Like that is that's what I don't like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want them to have a consciousness. And oh, I, I like. There's a there's a video that came out today. It was like uh, that robot. I think it's, it's Boston, not Boston Scientific. That they make medical devices, but Boston something. They make these robots. And, and last year they're the ones that made the robot dog that like could walk around and you know do all this. The stuff. one that opens the doors. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they just came out with another one that's more like a humanoid. And it did like this gymnastics routine, like perfect gymnastics, like was doing three sixties yep. and backflips yeah. and all this other mess. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, they're coming, man! They're coming, <laughs> and there's nothing we can do about it. They're coming. No, yeah. I mean, do you think that you think it's ever going to get to a point where it's like they can experience human emotion? I don't think so because I, I think there's obviously something special about the human that God put in us that there we cannot go. recreate yeah. and put it into That's a right. robot. Yeah, well, well especially when you faith. when you think about it too. When you think about it too, like like I don't know how you can describe to these these robots. They can understand maybe what anger is. They can un- understand what sadness is. But like if I tell you right now, if you had never seen the color blue before, for me to describe the color blue, you would never be able to experience right. the color blue. That's yeah. true. So to try and give these things emotions and feelings. I feel like at some point, if it did get too dangerous, we would, we would probably be able to pull the plug. Or yeah, you couldn't. You you couldn't. It couldn't get to that point because there would always have to be that separation between what makes a human a human. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think even if you're not, even if you're not religious on any uh, conceptual level, you have this understanding that animals have some sort of internal being and uh, that gives them emotions in life and and all this other stuff there's pain and suffering that in a in kind of a, a being like an AI robot or whatever that's uh, sort of fed information from a computer and all that 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 it would be impossible for it to experience that yeah which which means what they'd be really good for is being you know I think that's what's crazy is that years ago and there's all these like movies that come out about um, you know robot soldiers yeah it's coming oh, yeah, that's yeah. Not, I mean we have drones that yeah, we got drones. Drop their own bombs. I mean, it's we're there. Yeah, oh, we're there. That's crazy. Got drones are, and it makes sense. But but I mean, the only thing about drones right now is there's still um, some guy that's sitting in a, a warehouse in Nevada flying that thing around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at some point, it's going to get to a thing, and they probably got the technology already with the thing, and say, yeah, I'm just gonna. This feels like where the bomb should go. Yeah. You want to hear something scary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, so, no, I love being scared by this. <laughs> so I was uh, on YouTube again. And this guy, he's literally just a guy who makes comedy slash engineering videos, kind of meshes them together, makes funny projects. And he said, I'm going to get these drones. You know these drones that we use, that we put the cameras on? Yeah. You know, the four? Yeah. 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 So he said, I'm going to put a camera on them, and I'm going to make a a program to where whenever it recognizes a human face, it will accelerate towards it. And he did this in his room in about three days, and it worked. (laughs) So... Well, they kind of they turn on and they they look around they recognize the face and then boom it's a beeline. Wow! I mean he did that. Easy. Is, is that the technology that's in that? You know they have those drones you can just throw up and like I don't know if you you hold like a little remote or something and the thing just follows you like people you see snowboarders use it yeah. and yeah. it just follows them yeah. automatically without that mm-hmm. that I'm cool with. I mean that I feel like oh yeah there's there's something you can put in something that like keep it at a distance and it locks onto. Th- I mean we've had. I mean, even with like missile technology, you can say, "Oh yeah, I want to go right there," and you know, you can GPS track them. I'm cool with that. I don't want these things to start like thinking on their own about you know what they may what they may do to us. I think that's what's mm-hmm. scary. Yeah, yeah. 
but I don't know. I mean, there's going to be like at some point where I mean, planes can already fly themselves, but yeah, yeah. But well, that's fascinating. Um, so you're big into AI, big mm-hmm. into formals, big into yep. touching Charles <laughs> Barkley's rear end. Sure, um, a lot of things about you. But I, tell me, just sort of like a little bit, um, you know, about you. Obviously, you know, this is a, a podcast where we kind of focus on on tech, and then we also talk about faith because I think that. Um, you know, that's important. It's the most important thing on earth. And, and so, like, walk me through kind of, uh, you know, sort of your story. Um, just sort of your story in faith. Because, I mean, you are here because you're one of those guys that, like, I know you're not perfect. None of us are. Um, I say some things off air that you know, people don't need to hear. But we're not, <laughs> we're not perfect. Um, but you are someone that, that when, I, when I'm around you and I hear you, I can tell that this, this whole, you know, thing with faith and, and Jesus is very important to you. Yeah. So I kind of like want to hear your story about right. how you kind of got to this point. Well, so I never really got serious about my faith until like middle school, maybe eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, I went to this camp between eighth and ninth grade, or maybe it was seventh and eighth. I don't remember. Called J.H. Ranch. It's out in California. Oh, yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. You get to stay out there for about a week and a half, a little more than that. And I just kind of had a, a crazy experience with God. I, that's the first time I feel like I experienced God for real. Yeah. And so I came back home, and this is where things started to go a little bit bad. So I I was like, oh, I'm a Christian now, so I'm going to start, you know, judging people for what they do, you know. So I kind of gave off that judgy Christian vibe for a year or so, and then I realized, like, that's stupid. That's not what Christians are. And yeah. so I kind of came back to the grace that God gave me. And now I try to turn around and give that grace to other people because I realize that's not what I did at first. And so that's kind of what I try to focus on in my faith. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it is amazing. That's sort of like because I remember when I had a similar um, type spiritual awakening when I was in high school. That was after like a few weeks of being, oh, that was like the initial after effect of it was me becoming way more judgmental of mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. And it is interesting how that, and I think that tells you something about like our human condition yeah. a little bit. That our first reaction, this free gift of grace that's been given to us is to, is to like not show it to other people. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's, that's the whole concept of God gives us something so amazing and how we repay that is naturally through something bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy. But I want to go back to, you said you had a crazy experience. I'm yeah. big into crazy experiences. So yeah. like what, what happened? So, well, really my crazy experience in uh, that year was kind of just really experiencing him through the worship and through the word. And, you know, I cried a couple of times and that was the first time I ever cried because of God, which was weird, like very weird at the time. But it felt like so okay, and it felt natural to do, mm-hmm. and so that was that was the first time that that ever happened. <clears throat> but the year after that, or no, maybe it was two years after that that I went. Um, quick story. So we were biking. The whole thing was it's a 109 mile bike ride split up into two days, from like the top of this mountainous area to the coast of California, okay. and so I'm not a long distance guy. Plus, I'm very asthmatic, so that did not work out for me very well. <laughs> um, so the first day I'm riding, and my my quad is starting to tighten up right above my knee, and I'm like, God, I'm praying, God, please don't let me cramp, please don't let me cramp. Like I, f- I feel it. You ever had a pre cramp yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. you it's know bad. when to you know pump it's the bad, brakes. Yeah. 
So we get out, we swim in a river for a little bit, get back on the bike. And in about five seconds into it, it was like, bam, cramp. Very bad. Probably the worst one I've ever had in my life. Probably the most, one of the most painful cramps ever. It's kind of like when you eat Taco Bell. And like you drive, and you're on a long, you're on a, like a long bus ride in that initial fart that happens, and you know it's like, this is, this is gonna be bad in about a half yeah, yeah, an hour. Yeah. yeah, all right. So the cramp hit. Sorry, I just yeah, want to point yeah. that out. You know you're in trouble. But uh, um, so I'm laying there on the ground. I, I'm not. I'm too much pain to be angry at the moment. And my counselor Trevor, he comes over and he helps me up. He puts me into what I call the loser van because that was the kids that you know couldn't finish the bike ride. I was <laughs> I was sitting passenger seat in the loser van, <laughs> very mad at God for not helping me. And I was like, God, like why weren't you there? I was praying as hard as I could. I've had these experiences with you. I love you and I know you. It's like I thought you loved me. Why weren't you there? And so I'm sitting in there. And then Trevor tells me something that I'll never ever forget. He looks him in the eyes and he's like, "Will God never wastes our pain?" And then he shuts the door. Ooh. And I'm like, "Oh wow!" Okay. Now enjoy the loser van. Yeah, yeah. Now enjoy the loser <laughs> van. <laughs> so I, you know, unzip my cute little backpack. I get out my Bible, and uh, I, I literally, I close my eyes. I look up. I flip to a random page, and it's the Lazarus story. And, and you know, the Lazarus story. Basically, the theme is like. Jesus helped me. Jesus doesn't help in time, but he makes up for it by healing him a couple of days later. You know, pretty much, right? Yeah. So I took that to heart. I highlighted some parts of it. And so they took me to the first campsite. We all went to bed. Next day, I get up and I'm like, should I get back on the bike? Because I read that story. And I did. And on that day was the nine mile straight uphill. That Oof. sounds awful, by yeah. the way. <laughs> no, it was. Um, in the California heat. Now it was dry heat. It's not like Alabama heat, but it's yeah. like still. An oven's dry heat as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's correct. Yeah. But so I actually made it through the second day without without any problems at all. And it's weird because if you've ever cramped really bad before, you know it's sore the next day. Yeah. You know, like I'm not gonna go do anything today, but I was fine. Yeah. And the whole time I was praying, I was trusting God to get me through it, and I did. I got through the nine-mile uphill. I got through the rest of the trip, and I was fine. And so I think that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's nice. That's nice. Well, uh, I think, like, that I was kind of curious about because, you know, your high school experience is very different than, than even ours was. And, you know, Wes isn't you know, that totally removed from high school. I'm a little bit more removed from it. But how – in a society now that is way more, I would say, um, intensely secular, I don't know, secular is a word we like to use, but, um, or political, like hyper-political and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. How in your schools do you kind of like, do you kind of navigate that concept of, of I, don't, I don't know, I guess like keeping your faith front and center and also like mm-hmm. borderline not being ashamed of the fact that other people might think it's weird? Yeah. It's weird because we live in the Bible Belt, but it's almost looked down on to be a Christian in high school, at least, because, uh, you know, all these people, they go out and they do this and that, which like there's no problem with it. But they just look down on people who don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the those are the real losers who don't go out and do this and that. Yeah. I kind of just stick to it. Always politely decline. Don't judge them for doing it. Just I'm just I try to be a friend to everyone, no matter what they do when they get home or no matter what they say, you know. Yeah. yeah. So was that like sort of like a moment that you had to? Because I remember like from my high school experience, um, 
it wasn't until I got comfortable with the idea that I was I was comfortable enough in my own skin to be the person that said no to those things that it was okay. But there for a while, like I mean, I would kind of give in to those temptations mm-hmm. because I was I was too afraid yeah. to be like on the outside looking in. Was that kind of like a process that you had to go through as well? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I, I would feel that pressure, and I wouldn't know because you know we're all socially awkward at one point or many points <laughs> oh, for me. Yeah, many yeah. points. <laughs> and so I never really knew like what to say and how to be nice with it. But you kind of learn as you go. Like you said, as you gain more confidence in yourself, that's pretty much what it is. That's cool, and you've got a really cool story. I think a lot of people connect with, and that um, maybe people. There's plenty of people that haven't grown up in church from a young age, and 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 like you said, you you like become a Christian, and then all of a sudden people think like, when I'm a Christian, it's like because we're very task based society. Because especially in America, it's like the more work you put in, the better you're going to do, and that's just not the way God works. Yeah, yeah. And especially when you talk about like judgment, like. You know, we start to think, okay, now that I'm a, you know, I'm a Christian, I'm trying to change all these things that I'm doing. So it's like, check this box, check this box, check this box. Good, good, good. And then you start to look at other people and you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, they're not checking this box. They're not checking this box. They're not checking this box. And and that's kind of where the judgment is. You start and it becomes almost a self-righteous type of feeling, I guess, experience. Yeah, it's very toxic. It's very toxic. I think it's almost, I don't know if it's a like a man thing to do but I even find myself um, sometimes like judging other people because the decisions they're making aren't what I would do it's not what I would do yeah like it's like man you're not why didn't you do this this way because like in my head I'm like this is the one correct way to do it and um, I think that's like something I've had to sort of work through it's almost like this it's almost like this arrogance that kind of you know seeps in and until and it's amazing like how the Lord works, where the Lord will a hundred percent humble you at some point yeah. about yeah. that thought process. And um, and I remember a specific moment when I was in college when I was, this was like at its most hyper, where I was you know kind of hyper aggressively uh, judging people for what they were doing and judging them for going out to bars on Friday and Saturday night and judging all this other stuff. And um, I was like the guy <laughs> that would put a sign out on my uh, apartment door that said you know don't bother me, I'm reading the Bible, mm-hmm. or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. And, I mean, there's somebody listening does that right now, and this is going to really sting a little bit. But um, I remember just, like, having this moment with God where I was, like, praying. this man, I just pray for my fraternity brother so-and-so and so-and-so because, I mean, they're out making bad decisions and blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, really, yeah. it wasn't like a – it was kind of like I'm praying for them because they need to be better than they are. It's kind of like a backhanded compliment. It's a backhanded compliment. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I remember, like, really God just kind of shaking me and being like, who do you think you are? Like, who do you <laughs> think you are? And and that's, like the, and that's, like, the one thing that I feel like we miss out on so much as, like, Christians. It's, like, that idea of, like, us standing here thinking that somehow there's this hierarchy um, as far as, like, how God feels about us. And that because, you know, we say we, oh, we believe in God and we're going to church and we're praying and all that, that we're like on this upper echelon looking down mm-hmm. at all the peons. Yep. <laughs> and it's like this mountain we're trying to climb and we're uh, almost up there with God and everybody else is down here. And we're like stamped there with God. It's like, man, I can't believe Steve's doing what he's doing. And God's like, why do you? Why are you up here? And just like yep. kicks yeah. us off to yep. go down there and yep. be with everybody else. Because it's like, you Reminds don't belong us. here either. And it, and it really closes off our minds, too, because we, we start getting in this, it's the one way or the highway, and like yeah. my way or the highway, or, yeah. or you know what we think the Bible teaches, or, or whatever yeah. it is, mm-hmm. and we think, 
you know, this is the way God would do it, this way I'm going to do it. And it really closes our minds when we look at other people because other people do have good perspectives and good yeah. thoughts on things. And yeah. because we get into this mindset, it's like I'm going to do this only my way. It, it really becomes a self-righteous, uh, no, not open mind type of faith. You're really yeah. living a, a faith about yourself. Yeah, my like uh, thing that like, drives me the most insane probably about Christianity today is we we will sit there and profess things about God like, oh, yeah, God is is unknowable and uh, and omnipresent and omniscient and all these other incredible words that, you know, God is everywhere in all things and we can't fully comprehend God. And, and we've been given this text uh, that's thousands of years old that was written um, you know, for different people at a different time, and it's in and it's it's beautiful and it's life giving and it is the word of God and it's for us and and it kind of it paints this picture of who we are and, and salvation and all that and it's wonderful in the Bible. But what's crazy is we think all these things, we claim all these things about God, and yet we're sometimes arrogant enough to think that we get it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and that's like yeah. another thing. It's like, man, who do we think we are? Yeah, to think that we can read the Bible about this about this kind of mysterious God who we can have a personal relationship with but still not fully understand this side of heaven and we can think that we fully understand it this side of heaven by the way that we talk and like our theologies and all that other stuff yeah. it's crazy mm-hmm. it's yeah. crazy that's nuts. nuts but but will I mean we've we had a blast having you on, and, and you have a really cool story that I think a lot of people connect with. And, yeah, one thing I want to bring up before you say these nice things about him, I do want to know <laughs> what in the world you're thinking, thinking Aquafina is good water. <laughs> all right, okay, all right. Call, chill out, man. So No, I, I won't. That's okay, an abomination. We, we were talking, and I conceded that Deer Park is better. Wow. Okay. Like when you're on a field trip and the teacher opens up the cooler, you get those little half bottles, that hits different. Right there. <laughs> we're going to bring back. I'm already excited. We're bringing you back. I'm going to get some some water. We'll do a water taste test. We're going to do a water taste test. And if yeah. you guys don't know, listeners, uh, Scott has a different type of ornate bottle of water. People have started giving him random bottles of water. He's a big yeah. Evian fan, but he also gets these these like ornate waters and these glass bottles mm-hmm. that like the one he is almost the size of a bowling pin yep. um, and yeah, is shaped true. quite like it and it's he's really into these fine waters um yes i love fine waters and he thinks that people that think they all taste the same are, are crazy stupid. i mean you are no, i yeah, didn't say yeah. stupid i said like you are <laughs> you are ill-informed if you think all <laughs> but it, it also goes back to like the misnomers like oh your water doesn't have a taste yes it does yeah. what you think isn't a taste is in fact a taste anything you put on your tongue has a taste yeah it may not taste like anything that you know. It tastes like it tastes like water. <laughs> I mean, it's like that's the same thing as like I eat an apple. I'm like, oh, it tastes like nothing. No, it tastes like an apple. That's <laughs> what water tastes like, and there is a difference. Spring water has a softer wow. touch to the palate. Drinking water is a little bit harsher because there's more, um, you know, stuff in it. And I, I don't know. I just like it, and I'm not going to apologize for it. And, no, and yeah. Will, your take on on Aquafine is crazy, but um. Let's move into hot takes. Yeah. Do you yeah, have anything for us? Yeah, yeah. So, Scott, you've already heard this one. Okay. I told Wes I wouldn't tell you till now. Uh, in episodes one through six of Star Wars, there's no proof that the Empire were actually the bad guys and the Sith were actually the bad guys. Wow. I mean, the only I- the only people that say the Empire is right and the, the Rebels are... No, the only people that say the Rebels are right and the Empires are wrong are the, the Rebels. That's true. We are looking at yeah. one perspective. You, you bring are, up a good point. Is, Michael Michael Stuckey is going to listen to this, and he's going to have a field day trying to oh, trying yeah. to find this answer. But 
Oh, he's already got I, the answer. Yeah. You think? You think he's oh, already got yeah. it? He's, you know he's brewing and I'm right sure now. He's, read this fan he's listening theory. to us this right now. This does not include the first order. I think the first order is bad. I don't think the Empire is bad. Do you? I mean, what brought on this theory? Did you just find this theory? Or? A 35 minute and 10 second YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> when do you get one of those AI computers to figure yeah. this out? Yeah. That's a, that is a hot take, and mm. I would love to see. Uh, people's comments on it. Scott, do you have a hot take this week? What was the one I said before the episode started? That's ah, going to be my hot take. What was I saying? Did I, say I have it? no idea. I don't remember. I said, Wes, you go first. I, gotta I, I don't think I have one this week. You don't have and one? And we don't have any user ones. I mean, we, where's, have, uh, we have no listeners. Where's what's his name? Joe. Joe, Joe? Joe didn't send us another one <laughs> quite yet. He was very happy about the uh, the shout out and the, he, uh, he, saying that wasn't necessarily his advertisement me just reading his name he had something <laughs> yeah. else but uh he paid us for it and he got two dollars worth yeah, so, there you sure. go. so <laughs> i do have one okay um i think you should buy disney plus when it comes out wow i don't know that that's even a hot take i think I, yeah, that sounds like an advertisement well, to me i think i think if you were making a decision whether you wanted to a year from now have disney plus or netflix you need to pick disney plus sure Netflix, I think, is is going to be uh, yeah trash. <laughs> That's quite that a hot is, take. It is, kind of, yeah. it is a hot take. You can wow. watch if if you get if you get Disney Plus, you can watch all the Star Wars movies and cheer for the Empire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want I really want some comments back on this. But if you guys have hot takes, comments on today's hot takes, uh, thoughts, concerns, feelings, you send them to RSM underscore students or Wes underscore Holly, and I will get back to those. I'll read those and maybe even read your hot takes. I would love to have their feelings. Yeah, I would love to have their th- feelings on that too. And I yeah. know Michael's going to text us as yeah, soon he as he listens to this episode. <laughs> he is. He, so. every, I hope typically, he does. Typically, like late tonight or tomorrow, like after this gets posted, he will text us three points of <laughs> of, of conversation he'd like to bring up about it. But we 100%. love him. That's what that's why we that's love why, him. That's why we got him. That's mm-hmm. why well, I can't wait to have you back for the water yeah. taste test to prove how. Yeah. Hey, Will, crazy. thank you for being here today. We we've really enjoyed having you. You've been thank an awesome you. guest. Yeah, yeah, man. So, will, you're a good kid. You're, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're just a, it's just a good just kid, a brother. Right here, yeah. a good kid. Yeah, just a dog. So much potential. So just much a potential. Dog. Mm-hmm. One day he'll be able to do the full bike ride. But anyway, (laughs) this has been In the Office with Scott and Wes. We will see you guys later. Love you guys.